Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There is some good news from Afghanistan this morning. The federal government says a newly approved air bridge is now being used to help evacuate thousands of people fleeing the country. Immigration Minister Marco Mendocino says Canada has now brought in more than 1,100 people out of Afghanistan on 12 flights and is working to do more. We have reached an air bridge agreement that allows Canadian-bound Afghans to board allied air carriers and in turn allied-bound Afghans to board Canadian planes. This means that Canada has the ability to leverage more evacuation capacity through the air bridge jointly established by the coalition. Defence Minister Harjit Sajjan says the 12 Canadian flights have carried out more than 1,000 Afghan people considered most at risk of retribution for their work with Canada and allied countries. So that's the good news. There is some bad news when it comes to those who will not make it out of Afghanistan. After swiftly reclaiming control of the country, the Taliban in the process of trying to form a government. It's also claimed that it will respect women's rights within the norms of Sharia law and forgive those who resisted them. Unsurprisingly, many remain skeptical. Muriad Zai is a senior director at Canadian Women for Women in Afghanistan, and she joins us today on The Roy Green Show. Muriad, how are you today? Um, great, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's begin with telling our listeners about Canadian Women for Women in Afghanistan. What does your organization do? We have been working in Afghanistan for over 20 years, providing educational opportunities and programs for Afghan women and girls and their families uh, all these years. The Taliban has said it will respect women's rights. Do you believe them? Um, uh, I'm afraid to say no, I don't believe what they say because they haven't, uh, they haven't shown any flexibility, any change in their action. Their, um, their uh, statements in media is very different from realities in Afghanistan. I'm in contact with um, people on the ground um, and I hear very much different stories of uh, women are not allowed to go back to school, university, uh, they, are, uh, they are sent back uh, home when they try to get into the office. Uh, taxi drivers are warned to not let women uh, get into the taxi to, to travel in the city. Um, uh, there are like many, many stories and examples coming out of Afghanistan every day, and I'm, I'm following that every minute through my contacts inside the country. Let's spend a, a little more time on that. What, what are you hearing from women and girls in the country right now? Are they, are they just in hiding? Uh, most of the women, uh, they are hiding themselves, moving from one location to another, and they, are, they have left everything behind their, uh, their home, their homes and, and uh, whatever assets they had to just keep themselves safe. But then how long they can keep themselves safe if they are not evacuated outside? And the evacuation plan that we are hearing is so different from what's the reality you know, in the ground. Their access to the airport is, is completely impossible and uh, the documents are not completed, so they don't have the proper documentation. And uh, it, it's a chaos situation. Women are afraid of their lives and their children and, uh, who have been in front line. Um, our own staff are stuck there when we cannot get, get them out, um, we, who have been with us for 
uh, some of them even more than 15 years. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's totally a different reality on the ground from what we hear in the media. So how, how are we going to get them out? How do they get out? Um, uh, how to get out? Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, it was a failed plan by um, U.S. administration and other governments who tried to pull out Afghans or um, Afghans uh, uh, and uh, with dual citizen, citizenship or the people who worked with them. Um, first of all, the plan wasn't uh, um, well managed. And secondly, now what can be done is that um, um, there should be proper documentation sent to um, and very immediately to the people who are eligible, people who are eligible don't get their documentation on time. There are delays from uh, from government to to get those documentation, and then they there should be a safe transportation from their location to the airport. There is no way that a family with children can get into the airport. You have seen the footages; thousands of people are surrounding the airport gate, and there are shooting. There are um, violence going on. Um, people died um, um, through shooting and through being under foot of other crowds. So uh, it, it's, it's just make it impossible without documentation, without proper transportation from their location to the inside the gate of the airport. Um, it's impossible that we can rescue who worked with us before the women leaders who are stuck in Kabul. Uh, Mariad Zai is our guest. She's a senior director of Canadian Women for Women in Afghanistan here on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We've seen videos that show mothers sending their children over the gates at Kabul Airport to military personnel, basically asking them to take their children to safety. If that doesn't scream of desperation, I don't know what does. Absolutely. It does. It, it is a uh a message to the world that you could prevent Afghanistan from the chaos situation that's currently going on, but you didn't do enough to prevent that. Um, these mothers are sending so strong message that I want to die, but I want my children to be safe. And the world is not watching. The world is just uh, ignoring their, um, their, their reality and, uh, and, and the desperate life they are living in, and they are happy to die in this part of like in this part of the airport and but let their children to be safely evacuated somewhere else and in which part of the world can you believe that a parent can do that to separate their children their infants from from their arms to send it to a country that so that they are safe and and they are happy to sacrifice their lives this is a desperate situation. This is a chaos situation. The world should avoid this, should prevent it from now. They did so much wrong, but they should fix it now. It is very tough to watch, that is for sure. Once the August 31st deadline ends, we know that the U.S. and uh, the coalition forces, if you will, have um, you know, said by August 31st we want to get... 20,000 refugees into Canada, as, mu- as many in the U.S., the U.K. has pledged that same number as well. Once that day passes, what does the future hold for women and girls under the rule of the Taliban? You know what? Um, uh, what you hear from Taliban is uh, about women's rights and, and uh, people's safety in public impunity is just because there are still uh, military forces in, inside, uh, inside Kabul uh, at the airport even. Um, and there are media coverage from everywhere. But once these are closed, like everyone left out, 
there will be um, um, restrictions on national media. There will be shortages of uh, cut-off internet connections so that people cannot get into their, the, 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 their stories and their reality on the ground to the international community to the world of uh, to the world so that they can do whatever they want and and all those uh, principles that they talked about the sharia law women's rights under sharia law so they will apply that this means no school no university no employment and uh, forced marriages uh, execution massive execution of government employees who, who uh, work with international communities but are left behind because of failure in evacuation plan. Um, this will be a bloodbath in Kabul and other provinces. Um, and uh, there is no accountability in, in the international community. No one is taking um, and held responsible for what will happen to the whole nation inside inside Afghanistan. Um, uh, there is a still, still that things can be done, please. I'm pleading to the international community, pressurize on Taliban. Today we are going through a lack of government in Kabul and whoever, whatever they want, they do. So before a new government is formed, which is so, uh, which, which will be a tragedy, so let's stop that. An inclusive government should be uh, formed and international community can pressure uh, on Taliban to form that kind of government, they are now today, they are imposed on us. Taliban are imposed on Afghanistan and Afghan people. But let's try to make it correct by an inclusive government. But before that, evacuate those vulnerable that are at the front line and direct target of Taliban. What Canadians? What can Canadians do to help? Is there anything that we can do? Absolutely. Canadians, you know, from Afghanistan, uh, like for us, uh, we look at Canada as a powerful government, as a very powerful and strong government that uh, have invested in Afghanistan so much in all these 20 years. So um, uh, they can play a significant role in in um, uh, this political settlement, uh, pressurizing um, through um other countries like United States, uh, European countries, United Nations for forming this political, uh, for uh, uh, an inclusive government in Afghanistan. But immediate need for government of Canada is to better plan evacuation, um, uh, try to issue this uh, IRCC permit letter to those who are eligible but stuck inside Kabul and, and they cannot get that letter in hand and also to, to reach to the airport. Some of them, they have that letter, but they cannot reach the airport. They have been there, they have been tortured, they have been injured, but went back home. So what kind of evacuation is that? And who are, are they as Canada only counting the numbers they are uh, pulling out or actually those who are eligible? Mariad, I really appreciate the time. I'm uh, really hopeful that uh, things will work out. Uh, it might be wishful thinking, but that's all we can do at this point. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.